Hey, it's me, Bria, and I'm a lifestyle coach. I help moms reclaim their time and energy. Look at you, taking this moment to recharge. I see you. During the Dillis Bloom podcast, I share tools and resources with my clients and community to spend time with themselves. The key to you living as your authentic self is embracing change and having courage. Your relationship with yourself is the only true constant in life. And observing yourself throughout each season will allow you to always be in alignment with the desires of your heart. Are you interested in joining my one-on-one coaching program? You can book a sales call with me by visiting the link in the description to schedule your session today. Before we get started, I have to remind you of your influence because you are an inspiration. Hey everybody and happy International Women's Month. I am so excited for this series. I have been hard at work all of February recording with amazing women to bring you their stories. I created the Girl Chat series not only to share the stories of amazing women, but to also create time capsules of our growth. I think it's so important for us to go back and witness ourselves. And through this series, I have created a little time capsule, not only for me, but also for the women who joined me in these chats. We get to go back and witness ourselves in these moments. And I teach my clients and my community to do this on a monthly and weekly level. And so I'm so excited to expand and grow this series as um, as time goes on. It's gonna be so interesting to have guests come back on to the series. But uh, I'm getting ahead of myself. If this is your first time here, my name is Bria. I am a lifestyle coach. I host the Doulas Bloom podcast. I am the creator of the Doulas Bloom community, and I am the leader of the village. <laughs> so I'm so excited to bring you this March 2022 cohort of girl chats. I have committed to doing this every year as last year in 2021, I did a series, an IGTV series, of girl chats which will also be shared during this month that has inspired me to continue to share stories and to have conversations with women about their stories and their lives and what's brought them to this point so for the rest of march 2022 you will be getting stories from 20 plus women about their stories about where they are right now and what has brought them to this point and I am so excited to do this again. And I just want to say thank you to everybody who's shared so openly in this series. And I am so excited to hop right into this conversation. Clearly, you clicked on this one because something in the title or the description or you know the person who's going to be on this chat. I just want to say thank you to everybody. And I am so looking forward to our conversation about where you are a year from now, two years from now. I'm just excited to have you back for another girl chat. But I'm going to stop rambling. <laughs> I'm going to stop rambling and hop right into this conversation because it is so beautiful. And I don't take any of this for granted. And that's why I really had to come in here hot before we even got into the conversation just to share that. And um, yeah, I'm gushing right now. But Thank you so much for listening, you as the viewer who's experiencing this uh, conversation, this girl chat, and thank you to everybody who's been on the girl chat in its entirety. So uh, yeah, I'm going to stop rambling and I'm going to let the girl chat go, but if you're interested in being part of a girl chat with us here on the Doulas Moon podcast, let me know. You can go to the description there's a link down there for you to uh, join the waitlist. There's a waitlist, y'all. There's a waitlist for the girl chats because 
so many people wanted to be a part of this and uh, I'm just excited because we're going to have more girl chats here in the future. So if you want to be a part of the next cohort, you need to join the waitlist. Okay, have these conversations, share your story, share your insights and your gems with the community and let us know what's going on. I don't want us to hide and think that we don't like our stories aren't enough like oh my gosh i've learned so much from the women in my life and that's why this series means so much to me but again i want to create space for you to enjoy this conversation and again thank you thank you thank you thank you so much to everybody who's listening who's being a part of this series i am happy that you're here again if you want to be a part of this series you can join the waitlist. the link is down below you can go to doodlesbloom.com slash podcast guests to join the wait to join the waitlist. <laughs> So without further ado, it's time for a girl chat. It's time for Enjoy. a girl chat. Hey, time for a girl chat. It's time for a girl chat. Hey, time for a girl chat. Boom. Like hey, everybody. It. Yeah, I like it too. I love it. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Do This Swim podcast. I am so excited for today because it's a little reunion and <laughs> I don't even know how to say words right now, but we're doing a girl chat today. So if it's your first time here, we're in our series for International Women's Month where I share stories from the women in my community. So today we're with my cousin Jasmine and I don't even know how long it's been since we talked. I really don't know how many years it's been. It's been, I would say over 10 years. So many, so many. Yeah, and so I'm excited for us to catch up, see what's going on and just, you know, share our little gems with the people along the way. So let me give Jasmine an opportunity to introduce herself. So that's what this moment is. Perfect. Well, aloha everybody. I'm Jasmine. I am uh, Bria's cousin and I'm in the Coast Guard. don't know what else y'all y'all need to know you know what I mean yeah she's in the coast guard I think that's so cool as like you know I I tried I did my absolute best to 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 serve this country and it just wasn't in the cards for me but I am so proud of you and like how you embarked on your journey and like I'm sure you probably have stories um but we could save that conversation for another time but like how are you I'm freaking great honestly I feel like a lot of people when I say that they're like are you really and I'm like yeah like (laughs) I don't know what to tell you like I'm chilling man I'm just out here minding my business trying to live my life according to God's will you know Mm, I love that it's oh I don't there's so many things I could say there's so many directions I could take this conversation in and I'm gonna hop all around so say less I don't even know where to start because it's just like the last time I saw you was when we were leaving from uh, Hawaii. And so like I like to give everybody a little context of like how we know each other aside from us like being cousins like it's been that long (laughs) since we've talked. And so I know that I haven't really seen much of you because like in the Coast Guard you got your little private life. You know, sharing all your stuff out here. (laughs) But yeah, I I like to do this little like segment on the girl chat where it's like we share first impressions, but like we know each other. But yeah. it's just like I guess we could share a little bit about how like ooh, actually I want I want to explain how my perception of you changed. Okay. Ooh. Definitely. I feel like and I I listened to one of your podcasts with um Nay 
a little while back about how you guys talked about how your relationship changed, right? Mm -hmm. Me and Saya, our relationship definitely changed. And honestly, I feel like you and I, the short amount of time that, because for those of you guys who don't know, which is everybody, we basically grew up together. Mm -hmm. Um, Bria's family ended up, we grew up in Hawaii. So her family ended up leaving before like my side of the family did and everything like that. So that's really where that like disconnect uh, started just because geographically we were in different locations and everything. And you're what, two years older than me? I am 23. So yeah. So a year, maybe like right under two, because I turned 22 this year. Yeah. 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 So we're, we're very close in age, but growing up, it's enough that like we're hitting milestones at different points. So it's like, mm-hmm. as I'm going into middle school and stuff like that, you were getting ready to hit high school and everything. So Um, But I definitely, when I was younger, I was also a very soft-spoken kid and very insecure and stuff. And I remember that I always admired you because I always felt like you were such a bold personality. And I felt, honestly, when I was younger, I felt like you hated my guts because you you had your friends. And I remember with Ariana and them, there came a point because I started dancing and everything with them. And so I started hanging out with them. And I think at a point where like, our friend group overlap there was a little yeah. bit of board and I think that just goes with when you're a kid and stuff and it's like you have your friends you have your things so when your younger siblings younger cousins kind of come yeah. in and broke it out of my space like stop it but mm-hmm. then I think in the same sense once we got older like once I was getting closer in my preteens and everything like that you were starting to get later into your preteens I felt more of kind of like a mentorship and everything. Mm. I felt like there was more of a, instead of so much being like, you're my younger cousin, get out of my space. It was just like, Hey Jazz, do you want to do this? Cause it was like, I was outgrowing the younger ones, but I was in that weird age gap where it was like, I was kind of too young for the older ones, too old yeah. for the younger ones. I was kind of in my own thing. And I think you, you definitely made it easier when I was in certain conflicts or if I was just not, in it with the younger runs and stuff you'd be like hey let's go hang out let's go yeah. do stuff like that and I definitely felt like we had it sucked because I felt like just as we were building a friendship and everything like that that's when y'all up and left and I was yeah. just nice solid and then it was just once you guys moved you and I we didn't see very much of each other and then when we did at that point you were already in high school you had a boyfriend like you had a life that you were living and stuff like that so it was just kind of like you were really just doing Bria you know so I had we, a boyfriend <laughs> like, what is that? oh okay yeah I definitely I definitely um felt the drift there and then I think both when you were graduated in college doing your thing you were in culinary school though I had joined the military mm-hmm. and then we like followed each other on social media and I think that's when we started kind of reconnecting mm-hmm. and even though I don't think we've ever had like a genuine like catch up or anything we definitely are always there hyping each other up just like dude I'm so proud of you like period let you go like yeah. bro, amazing like everywhere where it counts everywhere where it's significant yeah. I feel like always there like boosting each other up you could post a real cute picture of yourself and I'm like okay queen go off <laughs> I'd like post like an accomplishment I made in the military and you'd be like girl I'm so proud of you look at yeah. you and it's just like good I'm glad that we still have that type of uh yeah. whatever it is the support system that we still have even yeah. though we be necessarily as close as we used to be 
that I definitely think is like kind of cool. And it just kind of brought it to my attention when I listened to that podcast with you and Benet, because I was like, yo, that's me and Saya. And then I was like, wait, that's kind of me and Bria too, though. Yeah. There's definitely a point where like our relationships had shifted and stuff too. And I think also just with our family dynamic, there, there's a lot of messiness in that. So the fact that like, as we grew into our own people, Mm -hmm. able to establish those relationships on our own, who our parents were or what our parents did or how our parents acted. It was just like, nah, like Bria has a big heart. Bria is a very kind hearted person. She's very independent, you know, somebody I look up to. And it was, I was able to appreciate and value you for who you were as a person mm. and not as Auntie Sheba's daughter. You know what I yeah. mean? You were your own person. You were Bria. Oh. You happened to be Bathsheba's daughter, you know? Exactly. Like, oh, that's what it was. And um, yeah, I just thought that would be cool to kind of like explain because I was actually really excited to like. Yeah. If I like didn't ask this question, like you would have never shared that with me. And I just want to like touch a point when I was younger, I didn't hate your guts, but I definitely was irritated with your soul at some point. I was like, why is she here? And, like, that's so much and it's like, I can say this truthfully because like, it's not how I feel anymore. And yeah. like, at that point in my life, I was very territorial. Yeah. And I think I still am very territorial now over myself and like how I share uh, myself with my community and how I show up for like the things in my life. But it's just like interesting to see that like you felt that shift and now like you just realize that I'm just because you said that you were a soft-spoken person. That is not how I would have described you, but <laughs> I feel like I think- internally that was definitely my alter ego. Like I guess the better way of explaining it is I was very obnoxious and it was because I was overcompensating because I just mm. felt less than than everybody like I grew up I don't know if you know this because I think by this time yeah you guys were definitely gone there came a point in my friendship with Ariane in that group where Ariane just stopped talking to me and mm. then of course when you're in that kind of group yeah. as everybody else stops talking to you yeah. but then and I'm not sure if you were there when she had gotten there she was um the youngest out of the group and stuff like that she was very easily influenced and stuff we all were but you know she was so much younger than the rest of us and she kind of was lost she was just like why aren't we talking to you and Ariane was upset with that so Ariane iced her out oh lord she was talking to me and I remember they were dropping me off one day after us hanging out and Ariane had told me as she's walking me to the door of my apartment complex and she was just like, do you want to know why we weren't talking to you? And my pride was like, no, I don't care. It's whatever. Do what you want. But I was like, yeah, because like it came out of nowhere. Yeah. I mean, if you want to tell me, she's like, it's because you try too hard. Try too hard to what? Yeah. You just try way too hard to be funny and stuff. I was like, bro, if you have no sense of humor, just say that. Like, you're yeah. funny for me. Like- you were, <laughs> you're, you are funny. I don't care what anybody says. I can tell you right now, Jasmine is not trying hard. She's literally <laughs> being herself. I remember growing up, we were, we always threw dance parties. I remember this. Oh there was the laptop it's my in the living thing room. The it's my favorite thing about the family. We have, we used to have like this desktop in the living room of our, our little home. And we used to like do karaoke and do dance parties. But I think it's so crazy. Cause I remember vividly one time you were like dancing with the wall, like you were dancing with your shadow <laughs> and we were like, whoa, bro, what is Jasmine doing? And like, we used to record ourselves. I remember like watching video or whatever, but I was like, what is she doing? And like, you were living your best life. I was like, okay go off. I have bring that up all the time. <laughs> no, 
it, I love it. I love it. And so it's just like for someone to say that, like, it just goes to show that they don't really know you that well. And like, I've struggled with like friend groups as well. I don't like having big friend groups. A lot of my friends now are like way older than me. And I say way older than me because I'm like 23. Like they're a generation above me. I'll say it like that. They're like 30, late 20s. Like yeah. they're, they're millennials. And so the way that I interact with them is very different than I, the way that I interact with people who I've gone to school with or who are my age because my untraditional gap year when I enlisted in the military and like broke my body and all that stuff uh I ended up going to school with people who were a grade below me and so just like the dynamic of being with those I want to say students (laughs) or children but like was very different because of like the life experience that I had like I the way that I thought about myself and the way that I thought about life was not the way that they were thinking about it. And so I think they might've thought that I was trying hard, but I was just living life the way that I knew how to live it. Exactly. <laughs> like, and that's how I felt because then that, cause then I moved, we moved from Chinatown to Ebba beach and I went ahead and, you know, we were, we didn't go to the same church. I wasn't in the same mm-hmm. area and stuff like that. So we kind of stopped being friends and everything. And of course, at my new school, um, I grew up playing sports, as you know, and stuff like that. And I joined a basketball team and those for a good while were the core of my friends and stuff. I think I was maybe in seventh or eighth grade. No, I was in seventh grade. And the same thing happened where like she wasn't even really like the leader because we just all had our own strong personalities that it was just it was just a friend group. But she stopped talking to me. And I think everybody else just kind of like. I don't think it was really intentional. Like let's ice out. I think it just kind of happened. And then there was a girl who would talk to me and I was a bit fed up and definitely offended. And I was like, Oh, you sure you want to be seen talking to me? And she was like, I don't care. Like she doesn't tell me what to do. And I loved Jay for this. So (laughs) shout out to you. This little tiny Filipino girl, absolutely beautiful inside and out and a little feisty thing as most short people are um (laughs) she was just great and she really helped me out during that time and she was just like you know Pamela doesn't want to talk to you because she says that you try too hard to be funny and I was I remember being so irritated when I heard that again bro I was like dude (laughs) I'm not trying hard I'm just naturally socially awkward and weird and just have the confidence to play it off like I don't care. Therefore, people think it's a sense of humor when really I'm just trying to play off my embarrassment. Like that's really all it is. Like it's not even that deep. And I just remember at that point, I was just like, I can't control how other people react to me and what their opinions are and stuff. But like, I most certainly can control how I act. And I remember at that point in time, I was like, I'm not giving her another minute of me being upset of feeling left out of feeling lesser than if you don't want to be my friend because I take the spotlight off of you or whatever the case may be I'm just a person that's enjoying time with her friends like that's what it is I'm not over here trying to be like oh we're all talking about Pamela's new shoes let me tell everybody this joke no bro she said something about shoes and it reminded me of the fact that my sister tied mine this morning and I tripped and fell flat on my face thought it was a funny story to tell everybody yeah (laughs) my bad everybody finds it funny like the minute I started doing that, people just kind of started gravitating toward me and I ended mm. up broadening my like social groups and yeah. stuff. Like type of person that like essentially was a social butterfly. Like I had friends in every group. I played multiple sports. So it was like, I had little clicks in that. 
I was in different extracurricular activities, dancing, church groups. Like, so I would, I had friends from that, you know, Mm -hmm. people that I just had classes with people that I hung out with outside of school. Mm. I had my little groups and stuff like that. So it got to a point where, um, my mom used to, my sister used to be like, Jasmine, you're so popular. Cause every time she picked me up, people would be like, bye Jazz, see you later. And it wasn't that I was popular. It was just like, I was well known. Like a lot yeah. of people knew about me because I was just so active. Yeah. And once I got there, it was like the end of the school year came up. Of course, we're like passing like yearbooks and stuff. And suddenly Pamela's coming up to me and it's like, oh my gosh, I haven't signed your yearbook yet. I know you're not going to mm. like she's like well do you want to sign my yearbook I was like mm. particularly she was like oh well could you I was like I mean sure like I don't know why you'd want me to sign it but okay and I literally <laughs> have a great summer like that was it like I'm oh not hags oh oh no no you don't get hags bro you oh you hags to your friends all right yeah <laughs> like, bro, I'm not gonna try to pretend this is something that it's not like mm. I'm, not doing that. I'm not about to try to be fake and I was just like but I do genuinely hope you have a great summer and in my book dude I literally it's in storage but if I had it I would literally read it back to you because it was just this bs of just you're just such a funny and amazing person and I'm so sorry like we didn't talk as much this year it's because of you, bro, because you somehow <laughs> felt threatened or you were, my soul just irritated you. I don't know what <laughs> may be, bro, but like, geez. And since then, like, I tried really hard not to take what people thought of me so personally because yeah. her problems with me had nothing to do with me. If oh. that was, like, preach, preach, uh, preach. Not preach. about getting my feelings hurt because you're dealing with yeah. insecurity. Like, yeah. if you want to be funny, just open up a comic book. Like, it's not that hard. Yeah. Comic jokes are great. Like, they get people every time. You oh know? my gosh. <laughs> can I tell you a knock knock joke? It's one of my favorites. Oh, if I can remember it. Oh, wait. It's like, it goes knock knock. The door's open. No, <laughs> not you telling the joke. It goes knock knock. Who's there? Dwayne. Dwayne who? Dwayne the tub. I'm drowning. <laughs> so cheesy but that's my favorite bro my my boss she has these little like I forget where she gets them from I think she gets them from those little popsicle sticks and there's like a daily dad joke so every morning she comes into the office with a dad joke for us and it's just it's the highlight of our day like it's great they're just so good like they're so bad it's lovely but um yeah I definitely I would say like I that's where I come from when I'm like, oh, I was kind of like quiet and stuff like that to a lot of people. They're like, no, the heck you were not like, no, I was, I was definitely overcompensating. I was definitely overcompensating. But I think that says a lot about like your self-awareness and just knowing yourself because like, yeah, I've had moments like that throughout my life and I'll probably still continue to have those moments, but that's why I prefer to have a one-on-one connection with people yeah. Um, more than trying to force group dynamics. Yeah. Somebody has tried to make me meet their mutual friends and like be like, oh, I think my friend, my friend's friend, friend were like, I'd be like, nah, girl, I'm good. I like you. That's enough for me. But <laughs> with them, bro, but like if I, it's okay. It's not the end of the world. I'm not even trying to go out with y'all. Y'all have y'all fun together and you catch me when we can actually have one-on-one time. But I would rather a coffee date. Thank you very much. Yeah. I like tea. 
a vanilla chai, <laughs> please. But I, I think we've already kind of like started to hit this kind of point about like what brought you to this point. I would love it if you're comfortable to share a little bit of how like your military experience has shaped you into who oh, you are because it, it has shaped the heck out of me. And yeah, yeah, a lifestyle like that, you definitely don't come out the same no matter what your experience is. I definitely wouldn't say like I've had this horrendous mm-hmm. I tell people all the time I absolutely love the Coast Guard um if I had to do it all over again I absolutely would Mm -hmm. Um, and such a humbling and eye-opening experience um I don't think you've ever met my mom maybe briefly um but she's a very independent woman uh she has three kids of her own and she raised them as a single mom so a lot of her independence and self-sufficientness she passed on to my sister and I and growing up like I said I was very like insecure and stuff like that so I had a very hard time with things like that but Mm -hmm. moving out of the home and joining something like the military it gave me the freedom to do that growth as you are expected to being a young adult but it also kind of gives you the security of knowing that like if you fail if you fall short if you stumble like you're not completely like (laughs) screwed um and I I tell people all the time God is at the center of everything at the core of I am I don't live this life for myself I'm merely here by the grace of God same Um, for the people in the back (laughs) that is that is it bro because if I had my way we wouldn't be having this conversation all right I'd be chilling all right because I'm that's okay um but definitely being a Christian in the military it definitely it causes you to be self-aware and it causes me to think about decisions that I'm making, the people I'm hanging around with. Mm -hmm. Um, You're no stranger to it. People in the military, we're a different breed. They're a different breed. Everyone wants to be like, oh my gosh, I thought about joining the army, but like, I couldn't just shut up. Yeah, if you you ain't do it. And they do it until you actually attempt it. Yeah. Even through the MEP system shows oh. you a lot. Shows you a lot. I haven't heard that word in a minute. Yeah, right. <laughs> PTSD. Like no, seriously. Like, but like until you actually experience it, you can't really genuinely say how you would deal with it because it's just you a different. I mean, even just from like my station where I'm currently at here in Louisiana to where I was at previously in Virginia very different. Virginia was very toxic, very just negative. It was very draining. By the time I got here to Louisiana, I was so socially, emotionally drained. I was a different person. And my mom was so worried. And I was just like, it's okay. I don't know how he's going to do it, but God's going to bring me out of this because I'm seeking him. I'm pushing into him. Like I've never pushed into him before. And he's definitely just within this year of me being stationed out here has definitely brought me to things. But I would definitely say I'm very secure in who I am as a person and especially as a daughter of Christ. But at my core being as an individual on this earth, I definitely like have no shame in who I am. And there's no questions about if I am maybe where I'm going, but I feel like we all have those questions. Yeah. That's that you're constantly growing, constantly learning and stuff, but nobody could say anything about me that would cause me to stumble or question myself or be like, maybe they are right. Cause I yeah. genuinely don't care. And it's just something that like, obviously I get from God, but being in the military, you the same way, like 
I had to do that. You had to learn that because the military, it's really like, it's going to make or break you. Like, that's why a lot of people, they're like, oh, I was going to join. But if a sergeant like screamed in my face, no, they make you cry. They break people. Like no, that. you guys have no idea. Hey. Have, I can't put it into words, but I remember because I was in the Marine Corps. And uh, so it's hard knock life, bro. <laughs> I really wanted to be raw. And I did have my raw moment and I still have very much raw energy in me. But um, I remember the first day when we were like in receiving and we were like waiting to even meet our drill instructors. We was all, I keep, keep, keep in, talk about some, this is camp. This is camp. Legitimately, this is Bria speaking. I was like, this ain't nothing. I was like, y'all don't even. See, that's, that's what they do to you, but that's what they do to you when you go through receiving, they get you like, and then you meet your drill instructors. When I tell you, I have never been so overstimulated in my life. And this is why I have (laughs) issues. Like if I tell y'all it's too loud, you should probably pipe down (laughs) before I like snap. But like it's just a crazy experience of just being like I am crying and these people are yelling at me and apparently I had an attitude problem in boot camp oh my god um, <laughs> and I was like but yeah, if you saw how we were brought up it would make sense but Ew. I was like this is just my face and I I had a drill instructor who was like Bria your your hair you need to do it over again you need to take your braids out and I was like they would be nervous about bringing up my hair they'd be like oh do you need like a special no no my drill instructors was like you looking too cute do it again I was like and apparently (laughs) right right and so everybody they always made jokes they were like Daniel how do you smell so good I'm like what do you mean I smell good they're like we don't smell like you and I was like like, y'all please stop they were like you smell different I was like maybe that I'm vegan so they kept saying that is because I was vegan um anyway I'm getting distracted but (laughs) I think it's so interesting I wanted to kind of share my experience with like my faith and my spirituality because like for as long as I remember I was brought up very much in the church and so I, I don't know what happened when I went to school in Denver and Colorado that's when like I would say that I just it, it wasn't intentional, but I definitely kind of, there was a, a space that started to build and like, I don't even remember praying, talking to God, going to church. Like it was just, it just kind of happened. I was looking for a church home when I got there. I was watching Elevation Church online for a little bit, but then life started happening. And so I think the pandemic really snatched the heck out of my throat. And so when I had to move back home and like all these things were happening and how I just wanted to stay in Denver. And when I tell y'all I was going off the rails, like the Lord knew what he was doing because Brio could have been, would have been, should have been pregnant, but that wasn't in the cards for me. And he said, oh no, baby girl, come on back. Come on back home, please, baby girl, please. And so like I was literally watching a sermon before we got uh, started this chat and I was feeling like super anxious today. And I was like, it's nothing's working. I was like, this is hard. Like I'm doing this thing, but like, uh, it's not working and all this stuff. And I was like, okay, girl, you need to, like you said, you said leaning into God. And I was just, I love that because like, that's kind of what I had to do yeah. today. And I was just like, I have to be intentional about the way that I'm thinking and who I'm right there. Intentional key. That that is the whole model for my life. Like if, if I don't, my word for this year, intentional. Okay. 
Like, I love I, that. I don't do necessarily like New Year's resolutions. It's something my church um, back home uh, used to do. So like we would pray and mm-hmm. ask God to give us a word. And, you know, we'd share it amongst like whatever connect group, life groups, whatever that we were in. Um, and it's just kind of something I've brought with me um, living yeah. on my own like that and so this year God was just like intentional in everything in especially my relationship with him and just putting him first and making him the priority because mm. there's this uh worship song that recently came out that like I'm obsessed with it's called this is the kingdom and it's based off of the verse that literally says seek first the kingdom and all else all you still you still watch Elevation Church girl yes I okay even all the time girl my bible the bible i got from the yeah. first I visited that church i still have it to this day i still have it to this day so i started getting new bibles but I, that- <laughs> i'm going to need you me and benay to have a little what e-group between the three of us so we could talk about this Less. no i'm i'm bro so we should if i really want to get say a um into some like bible study and stuff too we should like make it i'm make so it. serious i like when i tell you i'm so serious because i was like i want to like join an e-group but i'm like just because I'll like be like that <laughs> it, it's just like you never know who who you're coming into kind of like what we were talking about earlier and like i would say that i am spiritual more spiritual than i am religious Mm-hmm. um like I talk to my ancestors I talk to the universe like I talk to the moon the stars the trees that's what I feel compelled to do nobody else has to do that but like that's how I feel connected to source energy God universe whatever you believe in but it's just like God created the trees and I'm not saying that I'm worshiping the trees but like I'm grateful that the trees are here and the trees are talking to me so if I believe God can use anything to send you a message so right. I mean, he used the burning bush for Moses. So come on, come on. Listen, I was listening to the sermon and you know how the pastors, they be like, they say, they start a scripture and then like you say the rest of it. I was like, I didn't even know I knew this. I said, mama knew what she was doing when she had me in the church. (laughs) You remember when you was a kid and you would see that? Yeah, I was like, is this what a cult is? Is this what's happening? (laughs) So we just all magically know. All yeah right. and but now like you're grown and you actually know like I remember yeah. raising my hands up in church it was like a revelation bro I was yeah. like oh my gosh I yeah. know it's like yeah this I think it's so interesting to me how people I want to use the word embody or embrace their spirituality um because like I know for me I could probably never go back to a traditional church and feel completely 100 authentically myself because mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie I'd be singing bad words I do and when the preacher says something good I'd be like oh that's good <laughs> exactly and it's like in the church somebody be like oh lord oh my gosh and so it's just like if I can't express like because I think that people take things out of context but God knows the contents of my heart mm-hmm. and so he knows this ain't coming from a place of disrespect this is just like oh my gosh I needed this that was some good so, stuff exactly <laughs> I, uh, so, yeah. I think at the end of the day um it's something that I've really been convicted of lately um that's a big word for Elmo but uh <laughs> my, my older sister she's very like that woman is anointed yeah anointed I always tell people God is a snitch because almost all of the women in my family, my aunt, my mom, my older sister, 
like God speaks to them. Their gift of discernment is ridiculous. Yeah. Frustrating because like, they'll be telling me things that I know only God knows because it's yeah. dark. Okay. And they'd be like, I have like my aunt one day told me about this, this thing I did that I'm not exactly proud of. I have no intentions of doing it again. I told God that, but suddenly she's like, I have this dream of you. And she explained not just the situation, but how I internally felt. I say you need to stop. Seriously. And she was like, I don't know why I would have that dream. I was like, I know. And I was like, God, I already told you it's never going to happen again. That was literally like two years ago. Like, why are you playing games? This is not funny. And he's just crackling. And I'm no, like, and that's how my relationship is with uh, it out. But at the end of the yeah. day, us as believers, we get so caught up in our mission to spread the gospel, spread the good news, let people know, hey, Jesus loves you. Like he came yeah. for your sins, specifically mm-hmm. you. It's not just like he was like, oh, I'm doing it for everybody. Like, no, he was like, Bria Daniel. <laughs> This is for you, like, yeah, you know what I mean? And it's, that is our mission. That is what we're here to do. We are called to be the light of this earth, little Christ, you know, Christ-like. That is, that Mm -hmm. is what we should be striving to do as believers. However, and it's something that's been an on, like a recurring theme these last couple of months is um, God's greatest commandment, which is to love, to love your neighbor, to love yourself. God tells us to hold each other accountable. You know what I mean? Like, sex outside of marriage you know stuff like that it's hard truths it's stuff that people get uncomfortable about nobody likes being called out on it but Mm -hmm. it's not of God it's not how God intended us to live our lives however he has called us to hold each other accountable but he has said to do it in love exactly oh well it's the truth it's the truth but is it out of love yeah it's wrong it can still be the truth and still be wrong you feel me yeah Yeah. it's no longer just like God's truth it's judgment and now you're putting yeah. your oh and God says how you judge others you will be judged also so if you're gonna put yourself on that pedestal and try to give mm-hmm. yourself that authority, I promise you God's gonna it's gonna be a rude awakening when he knocks you clean off clean off makes like Lucifer and you will be another <laughs> he ain't playing no games and you, I think oh my gosh I have a hard time with that because my older sister is definitely a no-nonsense like she is yeah. she's like I don't care who it offends my no, and listen, I'm like, I admire it I'm not Kate like God has given me a gift of empathy and compassion like yeah. I care too much about other people's mm-hmm. feelings while I understand I can't control how they react to the way I do things and mm-hmm. and how it's out of my hands yeah. God tells us you know and I don't know the exact book or the exact scripture but he had told Jews Israelites to not eat of certain um meats yeah offend people who still practice those old traditions it wasn't wrong for them to eat them he just said like just don't do it because it's specifically gonna offend them you know what I mean like I outright tell somebody oh you're homosexual you're going to help no I don't need to agree with that. I don't need to support it. I don't need to be there at the LGBTQ parades and rallies and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I'm still going to love you because yeah. Jesus loves you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And me, like that's where my heart comes from. And I try to always love others, not to show who I am or be like, because I'm I'm woke. I couldn't care less. Like yeah. I know what the Bible says, I know what God tells us. But 
I could be, there's this saying where it's like, you could be the closest to God, to Jesus that somebody could ever get. And I yeah. don't want any of my fleshly opinions or thoughts to ever get in the way of somebody's encounter with Jesus. Yeah. I mean, even if they can just touch the little bit of Jesus that I got in my soul, mm-hmm. I'll be grateful. Not yeah. for but because like for them and for God that they can see God's glory and yeah. the of him and his mercy and what he has for them, not for who I am. I'm flawed. All right. I promise you the stuff that I try to be speaking like, Oh, you can't lie. I just lied to somebody yesterday that I had to repent about. Okay. Like <laughs> it, it's, it's an ongoing process. You know what I mean? But I definitely don't ever want to um, mistake telling somebody the truth out of love um, for condemnation or judgment. Mm, or I understand. Yeah. Being or anything like that. Yeah. And that's just something that like, no matter who it is in my life, no matter where they're coming from, I just always want to encourage them. Like the church can be a hurtful place. It, no, it, it, it really, really because that's, that's where a lot of offense happens for people that have yeah. either turned away from God or don't necessarily feel comfortable in those environments. Mm-hmm. And I don't ever want people to turn away from Jesus because of that because the yeah. church people you know what I mean and we're all flawed they, they yeah. said the hospital for the broken all right so <laughs> broken people yeah we, yeah. we get mistakes and stuff like that but yeah. God he renews he heals and I just always want to encourage people to seek God for themselves yeah you know, church my older sister she's probably one of the most anointed people I've ever met in my life and we just recently really started getting deep in spiritual fellowship like that. Um, and she doesn't, she doesn't go to a organized church. She catches it online or um, you remember Cherie um, and Donald and everything like that. Um, they, they still preach and stuff. They do it at home. Oh, they, they, go to a church. they do it at home and so yeah. she it online like that and stuff. The Bible says where two or more are gathered in my name there, I will be also. So it doesn't have to just be this anointed building yeah i think it's crazy worship team and stuff like that. no the worship do be hitting though that's be hitting, girl. <laughs> the worship be hitting for me and my elevation music yeah. this is the kingdom that's an elevation song um exactly i know and gyra is one of my favorites Oops. but i just want to like just just to share like my perspective on all this because like i wouldn't call myself uh a sinner i am a human <laughs> like i am a if we're speaking in these terms, like I am flesh and like, this is not going, like, I'm not trying to be perfect, but my primary, um, what's the word I'm looking for? My primary concerns is myself. So Mm -hmm. I don't even like to look at other people and their problems unless they're asking for support from me directly, because like, I'm not, I'm not, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm not a virgin. (laughs) I'm not. And (laughs) and I was like I've had a relationship with a woman does that make me a person who isn't going to go to this heavenly place um I would say no that's not gonna stop me from going to these places some people might have their opinions about that but I honestly believe that if we all spend time cultivating our own relationship with self and our own relationship with um, our spirituality and our connection to whatever higher power we believe in I think that's more important at the end of the day than trying to fit into a box because I think you like you can get things from everywhere as as well as like just understanding that your connection to a higher power 
is the most important thing just to know that there is something beyond you that is supporting you but yeah I think there's a lot of things that you can believe and like I resonate with the things that you're saying and I take some of those things as truth and other things I'm like "Mm, for me that don't sit right and so for some people I I wouldn't call myself a Christian I am definitely a spiritual person and if I had to say give myself a religious title gratitude is my religion I'm just thankful for the breath in my lungs that I have an opportunity to share what I feel compelled to share with the world and knowing that like what I feel compelled to do is enough at the end of the day because like you said earlier about how like if it wasn't for the grace of God I wouldn't be here I wouldn't be here either <laughs> if it wasn't my goodness. people really out here I'm just telling you, I don't know how people go through it, like not believing in anything. You know what I'm saying? Like people are just like, ah, oh, no, you live, you die, and that's it. Like, uh-uh. but hey, we. I feel like there's a place on this earth for all of those people, and I believe in like this isn't my first time having an, a human experience, and so it's just like there have been times where like in a past life I may have been a person who was less evolved, and that's <laughs> less woke. Yeah, well, I'm just saying let's evolve. Like, I think that there's things that we carry with us because, you know, some people would say I'm mature for 23. And I'm just like, I don't think that I'm 23. Like, I've been here before. And I think some of those lessons that we have learned are still, you know, a part of the soul that is in this Bria body. I've never heard of it like that. That's, That's definitely like an interesting take on that. Yeah, I'm just like, this is this isn't my first time being in this, in this body. It's like, there's, I'm thinking of like my lineage and just like how ancestral trauma and wisdom is always like, we always have access to it. And if we tap into our ancestral wisdom, like we can get guidance from there. Like, that's why I'm just like, whatever you feel compelled to believe and trust as your connection to your spiritual relationship with the world it's safe for you to explore that and so yeah I just wanted to make sure that there was two sides even though I love to agree to disagree you know there's a a lot of I'm a big fan it's a beautiful world out here and we don't need to I'm the same non-confrontational uh I think that's (laughs) something that probably has changed because I was a really angry kid and had big yeah you remember um, but I was very much like, come at me, bro. Like, you, I'm not about to back down to nobody, but I've, God has humbled me immensely. <laughs> um, and I'm very anti-confrontational. Like, I don't got time for it. I'm just like, bro, like, especially for me, I think, um, and I'm sure you can attest to this. I grew up in a family of very strong women, strong opinionated just strong willed just Mm -hmm. the highway I'm a very easygoing laid back just let's talk about it if you want to talk about it we can talk about it yeah just yell if you're gonna talk over me if you're just gonna disregard everything I'm saying not even arguing with you here for this conversation like you are talking to yourself (laughs) I'm gonna go get me some ice cream like period a yes or a uh-huh just let me know I will interject accordingly but no seriously 
not going to get my effort because if I don't feel like mm-hmm. I struggled with it as a kid and I would say it is still a trigger for me now that I'm grown but I've learned not to take it so personally but I definitely it's a trigger for me when I feel like I'm not being heard you don't need to understand you don't need to agree with me it doesn't need to be like oh no you're completely and totally right no but if I'm talking to you and it's just constantly like I'm being invalidated or what I'm saying is being disregarded or you're just not even retaining it. Like you're just sitting there waiting for your chance to speak. It, it, it really like, it makes my blood boil. Like no, it, seriously. I'm a shut down type of person. Like I'm not going to scream or yell at you. I will yeah, no. shut down. I feel like we're and similar I- in that way. Your auntie Sheila, my mother, she always tells me, she's like, Bria, you taught me so much. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, what do you mean? She's like, just raising you because like there, I was, listen, I say this every time I reference my mom, (laughs) I wasn't the, I wasn't the good kid. I wasn't the sweet kid. I was the, are you done lecturing me? I was that kid. (laughs) I was very much, are you done? Adult now. That's (laughs) my ex. Oh, I let people talk to themselves. One time. We got into a really bad argument one time and it, he had said something and it just took me over the edge. I'm a person, I don't know if you remember when I was a kid, but I was very explosive. Like you said something that triggered me, all hell was about to break loose. Yeah. That is no longer the case. I will hold my tongue. I will be like, oh, okay. Anger. I'll be like, you know what? I need a minute because if I try to speak to you like this, somebody's feelings are going to get hurt. Tears are going to shed and I promise you. <laughs> no, seriously. Like BC Jasmine before Christ, she about to make an appearance and you're not ready for that. All right. Listen, remove myself from the situation. If I can't remove myself, I'm going to shut down. Don't push. Don't push. No, seriously. Seriously. I tell people all the time. I give you a fair warning. I told you multiple times. Give Bria space. Give Bria space. Why are you following me? I'll tell you. I need a moment. I need a moment. Like I will communicate that to you. So you don't think like, <laughs> like I'll be like, nah, I need a moment. I'm a little bit heated right oh, now. Oh my gosh. Like conversation with a level head, mm-hmm. and a clear conscience. So I'm gonna just give me five minutes. And I'm also a person like, I don't hold on to that type of negative energy. Like I oh, can't, no. I don't got the space, got the time. No, bro. I held on to anger, grudges, hostility no, for so long that like I'm grown it's not option anymore like it exactly like it's too easy to not you know what I mean if I can't communicate I just drop it like seriously people are like how are you happy all the time one I'm not exactly happy all the time yeah like I don't like negativity so I just don't do it and it sounds funny but it's like that's really it like I just don't like it so I don't do it like the minute I'm stressed I'm like god I don't like this take it and he's like (laughs) here you go and I'm like thanks that was heavy like no thanks mm, I will do a uh, energy release in a Bro, minute like that ain't I, for me I can't I stop people in their tracks I'm like don't speak that yep. in my life you better stop uh, yep and we were in the car so I couldn't leave he couldn't leave and he had just kind of set me off and I was like I need a moment like I don't want to talk to you right now and he was just like babe like did it like trying to get ah, me. I, I like, got your babe right now I just told you I understand you want to fix this right now, but I am not in the headspace to communicate this right now. Like right now, boundaries, bro. Respectfully, I don't care. 
Like, I don't care to fix it. Like, I don't care about your feelings and stuff like that. It hurts. It's a harsh truth, but that's just where my headspace is. I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. Yeah. And he just kept going off, kept going off. And he got livid. He hit my dash. Oh, no. Cusses. He's like, what the is your problem? Oh, no. I was like, I looked at me. I stopped my car. Okay. I pulled a black mama thing, bro. I stopped my car, pulled over. I looked him dead in the eyes and I said, you can get out of my car. And he was like, no. I said, excuse me? He was like, I'm not going anywhere. I said, five seconds. Act like you're a grown man or you can get up out of my car. And he was like, he went quiet. He was what I thought. And then he wanted to keep talking and he was like, I just don't understand. Like, Uh, uh, uh. so irritating. And I was, I let him go. I let him just go off. He's like yelling. He's freaking out. And then he stops, he looks at me and I was like, are you done? I love it. Are you done? And I like, it it was like something that was so new to me because honestly, even though like, I was like, this is ridiculous. I was so at peace internally. No, seriously. Dude, you're acting out of pocket. I told you, all I said was I just needed some time, a good five minutes. You've been with me long enough to know it doesn't take me long to process stuff like that. Cause I don't like, well, on the negative. I'm not yeah. the kind of person, I'm not that kind of girlfriend where I'm like, where it's like, babe, how are you doing? I'm fine. Okay, oh, cool. We oh, not, I'm fine. We're not gonna, no, bro. I'm just like. The Daniels are not I'm fine kind of people. <laughs> bro, like if I'm not fine, I'll tell you. I'll be like, seriously. My mom did this. Bro, my sister did this. Bro, tell me why I was at work to get, and I'll, I'll rant and vent to you. Like I'm, mm. I grew up not communicating and that, yeah. that hindered a lot of relationships. I'm sure you can relate. I feel like that's how it was even when we were younger and stuff like that. There was yeah. a lot of communication, a lot of personal hurt on everybody's end and everyone feeling, you know, how they were feeling rightfully. So everybody goes through. Yeah. Their- everybody's feelings are valid. But what people don't understand is if you're going to make relationships work, you don't get to hold on to that stuff and be like, well, I'm hurt. So no, if you want to make the relationship work, you got to be like, well, I'm hurt how can we move forward? Oh, I, I understand that you feel this, this is how I took it. How can we yeah. fix? How yeah. can we move towards a solution and stuff like that? You know what I mean? Like you got to put in that work. You have to humble yourself Listen. in situations and work towards that because in no matter what kind of relationship, mm-hmm. romantic, familial, friendships, whatever the case may be, it's not just about you. And the minute people start being like, well, because I've been through all of this in my past, guess what? Boo-hoo to you. But that person has also been through some stuff. Like, yeah, it doesn't invalidate you. You're, you're valid for it. Yeah. Okay? Don't act like you're the only one that's been through stuff. Okay. Everybody's gone through traumas in life. It's how you deal with those traumas that set you up. So if you can't communicate, if you can't communicate your emotions, your traumas, why you are the way you are if you can't sit with yourself and deal with those problems that's a problem no seriously seriously you gotta look in the mirror and see where you are angry with your own reflection yes because i was just about to wrap this all together because you know we get into that point where we gotta start closing but seriously like yeah that question that you asked where it's like okay are you done Cause like, I say that to myself, listen, I let myself throw tantrums. I cry it out. And then big Bria looks at baby Bria on the floor and be like, okay, are you ready to talk now? Cause like, are you ready to process through this? 
are you ready for us to move forward? Because we can't sit here. We're not going to make the progress that we want. Just sitting here um, feeling sorry for ourselves. And just like, if you want to like make progress, not only in your relationship with yourself or your relationships with your like family and the the career and the lifestyle that you want to build. It's just how life goes because there's, there's this saying where it's just like, there's always going to be bad days. There's always going to be trauma. There's always going to be junk. There's always going to be evil. Yeah. Even when you're at the most height of your life, that doesn't just plateau. Eventually, it's got to go one or yeah, one ebbs and flows. Yeah. It's a constant cycle, just like how mm-hmm. you're never done getting to know yourself. You're constantly going to learn something new. You're constantly going to be growing. You're, five years from now, you could be like, oh, I am all about self-employment entrepreneurial independence yeah I don't want to live near my family because they're just drunk five years from now you have a family of your own I want my children to know their cousins I want my children to yeah know grandparents and stuff like that I want them to be surrounded by family yeah you know, like there's just so much that can happen yeah we'll get so caught up in the <gasps> unfortunate circumstances <sighs> that are our traumas that they allow it say and I talk about it all the time either you're gonna let that mess keep you stuck or hard thing and you're gonna sit with that trauma and be like okay so depression I know you and I we go way back we're gonna need to stop that okay <laughs> it's not cool all right? it's just what like you yeah. when you were a kid? process it talk yeah. to somebody write it you dropping gems like dude it's just I don't know, man, people ask all the time. And I think with just the way I was brought up and just the people like you can relate, we come from the same family. Um, but like my family's not perfect. Okay. They're not nobody's family's perfect. Nobody's family is perfect. And that's the thing, because at the end of the day, I know no matter how imperfect or dysfunctional my family may be, Mm. I come from a blended family. So it's already complicated, but I know at the end of the day, those people love me. Love always have my best interests. So it gets to a point where you have to realize, like, is your pride so great that you're not gonna allow those people to support you when you need them most? (gasps) Cause the Lord is speaking through you right now, because that one was for me. Girl, because when that happens, when when you when you allow your pride to get in the way, when you allow, well, they did me dirty, so not gonna let them ever do that again. You're closing yourself off. Yeah. Right. And you get into these ruts, you get to those low points that are inevitable. All right. They're inevitable. They're gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Right. Whether you stay there or not, now that's up to you. That's and a choice. Get to those points. Everybody, what does everybody say? I ain't got nobody. You can't trust nobody. The you got yourself, is, you got God, your higher power. You got a lot of things. How to learn how to be vulnerable. Just, and how to see those things. All, we're all human, okay? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Take the most trusted person that you've got, all right? Other than yourself, like your most trusted person. They're still human. They're still flawed. I promise you, they're still going to disappoint you. They're still going to fall short in some area. Yeah. But you, you have to like humble yourself because the reality is you're also the same way. Exactly. You're going to be able to understand every situation, give somebody everything they need in every moment that they need it. Who wants that pressure? So when people get to those points and they're like, I don't have anybody, do you really not have anybody? Or do you feel like you don't need anybody? Like, how is yeah it's it's very much a question of like how can you allow yourself to let people in exactly um so yeah thank you thank you so much for sharing today like me bro this was cool this was fun 
Yeah, I loved every, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I just said I was super stoked about it. Like Mm. down the days, literally. Yeah, I know I had to reschedule. I actually had a whole panic attack that day. It wasn't a panic attack, it was an anxiety attack. But you know, when those things come, you gotta, wait, what? I said, I was praying for you. I didn't know what, but I was just like, oh. Your your girl needed every every prayer she could get that day. Um, (laughs) Yeah, but no, I'm grateful that you're here and I'm grateful for everyone who's listening today and watching this and just experiencing me and my cousin chat like this is why I love girl chats because you never like you never know what's going to come up and like it's always what somebody needs whether I need this today or need it tomorrow like it's so beautiful so thank you Jasmine for being here thank you everybody for listening and you guys know the deal sorry I got nervous I was like ah my cousin trying to leave me but uh (laughs) (laughs) you all know the drill the next three minutes are for you to reflect on everything that's come up for you and if you want to chat or to talk about intentionality because you know that's what I'm about over here I'm here for you so let me know if you need some additional support but right now the next three minutes are for you there will be reflection props on the screen and in the show notes so the next three minutes are for you I will see you tomorrow and maybe we'll see jasmine for another girl chat but have a great night have a great evening have a great whatever time of day it is and i will see you soon happy reflecting everybody bye
Hey everybody, I really hope you enjoyed today's girl chat. I loved having these conversations and I'm sure you're going to enjoy tomorrow's episode as well. But before you go ahead and click to the next girl chat, I want you to share your thoughts on this one. So you can go to the comments and share your key takeaways, what gem resonated with you, and just let us know your thoughts. And so, yeah, we want to keep the conversation going. We want to keep the girl chat going, even though you know it's over. But you can start the conversation down in the comments if you're watching on YouTube. And if you are listening on the podcast, if you are listening on the podcast, I want you to go ahead and take a screenshot of this episode and tag us at Do This Boom on Instagram and let us know your thoughts. Same thing. Keep the conversation going. Share it with a friend. Let us know your key insights, your key takeaways. And yeah, I want to I know your thoughts. How did you feel today's girl chat went? What resonated with you? So yes, that is what I want. And then I will see you tomorrow. I will see you tomorrow for the next girl chat and I'm so excited about this series so excited about it so um (laughs) but I will see you tomorrow for the next girl chat and um yeah I love y'all bye